how you doing? Hey, Colin. Uh, I think my brain is a pancake, and <laughs> okay. I can tell you a couple things why. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, so I've resigned myself to the fact that I am going to be busy for the rest of my life um, in a way that is a little bit sad. And also, like, it's fine because this is what I'm choosing to do with my life. But uh-huh. uh, as we, I think, briefly touched on the last episode, I very recently got married. Uh, yeah. My best friend is getting married uh, in early September. And so I am planning her bachelorette party and her bridal shower at the same time. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, it's great. They're not happening at the same time, but I'm planning them concurrently. Wow. Uh my sister-in-law is getting married in October, and we're trying to do her bachelorette and bridal shower. My other sister-in-law is about to give birth in a in a like a month and a half or so. Um, Charles is graduating in about two weeks from his residency program. We have not even considered a graduation party, but it's a huge deal, so I want to do that. Uh, I am flying to California for work on Monday. I will leave the house at what five o'clock the in the morning. Hell? And my husband's grandmother died uh, on Saturday, so we spent that was the approximately wake? Oh, my three goodness. days. Yeah, we did a wake, and so oh. I worked. We went to the wake. We ate really late. We stayed in my parents' house in my childhood home. Uh, woke did up the next morning really early bed? and just... Uh, yeah, totally. That is the bed that I have. Vroom, vroom. Uh, no, that God, the bed that I have is like ancient. Anyway... Uh, spent all day doing funerals and you know we went to like a catholic service and i am was not raised religious so i felt very out of place Mm. and then just like a ton of family stuff and then as soon as we got home this was yesterday Mm -hmm. as soon as we got home we had just enough time to drop our shit off literally pee and fill our water bottle and then we had to drive off to please tell me peeing and fitting your water bottle were two different things it was two different okay cool in a crunch for time Uh, i don't know (laughs) Yeah, and then I woke up and had to get up really early and go to work today, and here I am, and I don't know if I exist as an individual human or if I'm just particles in the universe now. Uh, There are um, philosophical frameworks to fit both of those answers, so take your pick. Wow. Um, Yay! As as you started going down that list, I was about to ask, Laura, why do you choose to be so fucking busy? And then you're like, hey, this person is pregnant. I'm like, okay, I can't get mad at you Not for that choice. one. <laughs> and then you started talking about everyone else's responsibility. Man, how do you... Okay, so you're not the only friend that I have that is, is over overbooked. But the interesting thing is that you and I, I think we relate very well because we share introverted tendencies you Mm -hmm. less so than i but even so we're both very much on board with the hey you want to do nothing tonight and just sit around and eat cookies and like let shit happen on a video game console those aren't the right words for that but that's exactly what i want though (laughs) (laughs) but, but like i've been so surprised to see you so willing to say let me like you have a you do a lot of a lot of social stuff too like i feel like you're you're constantly signing yeah. up to, to to be social to host events to plan events and i know yeah. that i know that you love them but i also uh i i i can't put myself <laughs> in your shoes <laughs> so i'm confused well it's funny that you say that because on my very long list of things that i have to do also include doing D tonight in mm. approximately an hour and a half and recording this podcast and i was talking to 
my friend Nia about this and I was mm-hmm. like, and then I have to like do my podcast and, and I'm so frustrated because like I have to be a friend <laughs> and like <laughs> that's how it feels, right? Until you start doing it. And so it's really like, you know, the planning of the bachelorette party and the bridal shower is because Nia may not be my blood sister, but she is my sister. Mm. Like, and she means more to me than most people in this world and she deserves Mm. to have a really great bachelor party and bridal shower and i also know that the hard work of planning all this extra shit is going to mean that like we get to have a really nice time together and it will be like a relaxing and chill event but yeah okay okay as someone who gets very stressed about committing to events um is is is, (laughs) is weeks of planning is weeks of stressful schedule cramming planning worth a nice afternoon (laughs) Which I guess you could apply that question. question. You could apply that question to capitalism. Like, is going on a one week (laughs) cruise worth five years of hating your job? No, but like, yeah, I understand. There's a reality that I'm choosing to ignore here. But like, wow. Yeah. um, Well, I've just kind of leaned in. Like, since I started planning my wedding, yeah, it just feels like things have not slowed down at all like I just keep on getting busier and like if I didn't say yes to these events and like choose to spend all the extra time planning and stuff like I wouldn't be in my friends lives the way that I want to be and that's fucking hard because like Nia's getting married like Hmm. she I got married right and I wanted her to be there for me and she was my maid of honor and she planned my bachelorette party and my bridal shower like she did the same shit for me and like what would that be if I if I didn't want to do it back for her? Okay, that's so. that's the context definitely colors some of that in. I uh, I just okay. So uh, I, let, let's 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 paint a picture year down the road. So I know, and I, and I gotta ask you the details. I know that like your new gig with Apple is crazy. Mm-hmm. I know that you have your your honeymoon coming up. Um, your what your wedding, yes. which was like super fun, and I know took a lot of planning. Like you're you're sort of carrying that momentum into planning these other things. So all these all these particles existing along with you in the universe. What <laughs> when does it stop? So that's what I mean by I've resigned myself that it's never going to stop. No, because, Laura. no. Well, th- I, like I think maybe some of the social event planning mm-hmm. may slow down soon, but like. Charles and I are talking about wanting to have kids relatively soon. Like he's mm. 33 and I'm 29 and man, that biological clock is a weird thing. Cause I just like, I'm ready to start trying to have some babies, but also <laughs> I will never sleep again. Yeah. No, that's so, like, I just know that. And it just is what it is. So I am dating somebody who has children. There's a, yes. a, a more significant age difference. Than... Can I just pause here for a second okay. and say that it is very weird to me that you have more experience raising children than me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I've okay, never thought of it that way. Okay. Um <laughs> don't let her hear you say that because if if she hears anyone say like, "Oh yeah, he knows what he's doing." She'll probably just throw a shit fit cuz every time that no, I'm, I'm like just saying you know more than me. Well, cause, okay, so she has triplets and they are 3 years Yikes. old. Yeah, they're Sorry. three. Yeah, no, that's it's wonderful. Fine. And I that, hope that she is, loves them. That's the right response. <laughs> so she has triplets. They are three years old. Uh, they're premature, and they're almost four years old. So they're still like three years old. Um, so is that how prematurity works? <laughs> they're premature enough that when they turn three, like developmentally, they're still two huh. because they were like, even though they were born on that day, they needed to be incubated for like a oh, period after that. Okay. So like they're still young, like young, young, right. but they're at the point where they have personalities and it's mm. fun to like push the limits of their neurology. Like, oh, like, like, so Jake will talk to me and he'll be like, 
why do you like to, why do you want to eat cookies? And I said, because I like cookies. He's like, why do you like cookies? And I said, why do you like cookies? And then you just like, you see his eyes like pulse <laughs> and the edge of his synapses be like, we don't have enough bandwidth to yeah. process this request. <laughs> and then he just yells, you're poopy and runs away, um, which is wonderful. I love That's knowing that good. I can short circuit a child hmm. like that. But if I ever have kids, I don't know if I'm going to introduce them to you. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I, I The reason I say don't tell her that that I have more parenting experience is because I'll do stuff like that where a kid will misbehave and I get him to calm down. And I'm like, oh, I just went like this. And she's just like, fuck you. <laughs> like she's actually the mom and actually has to like be in charge of triplets. Yeah. And, and I just like walk in like the fucking lame uncle in a T-shirt. Just like, oh, just shut the fuck up. I don't know. <laughs> and it works because they fear me or something they like me a lot but like they they listen to me and oh so to your <laughs> to your point of you will never sleep again uh you're right yeah you're you're 100 right about that um and that's coming from the person who and the kids like do not live here they visit here yeah the 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 kids i i do not have to be the one that wakes up in the middle of the night when something goes wrong so i mm. sleep just fine i am <laughs> i'm 24 i'm in this relationship because i very much care about my significant other but i'm not trying to be a stepdad just yet yeah and like reasonable i i guess i got i gained some perspective this week because with triplets she's used to three and this this past week she had just her daughter daughter she has two two boys and a girl and just Mm. her daughter was here i'm like so how's one kid versus three and she was just like it's a fucking cakewalk like (laughs) and she was just like laughing at the concept of people struggling with one child yeah and i like it's been interesting because i have seen how difficult a child can be and it is and i don't understand it because i'm not a parent but i know that one kid is like totally gonna take over a life but now i also know if you happen to have more kids like you you should consider the possibility that more than one kid will happen Uh, because it's it's it gets crazier than you think like holy cow i'm just yeah I mean, like, obviously, we want we want kids, right? Yeah. We want kids. We don't want to rush anything. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen when it happens. Like, we have kind of a timeline in, in our minds of how things would ideally go. But, like, you can't plan this shit. You can do as much as you want to plan it, but you can't plan it. It just fucking happens when it happens. Yeah. So yeah, pretty much. I, I, I pretty much have, like, no expectations of what's going to happen. I just, right. like, know that at some point we will have children, whether or not they're biologically ours. And, mm-hmm. like, hopefully they will be because... I think we both want that, but like, if they're not, they're not. But also, like, it's a weird thing. Yeah. So when it comes to when it comes to your re- resignation to a busy life, mm. are you hoping that like, are and I say hope because nobody is prepared for having kids ever, right? Um, are you hoping that like by the time you are willing to, you are willing and able to welcome a child into your family, like? How do you think, how do you want work to go? Like, I know you like yeah. working. I know you like, like, have it. You're so goal-oriented and so focused about stuff. I'm, I'm, I, won- I wonder what post-work Laura looks like if that is yeah. an option. Like, yeah. I, I'm very curious. Uh I mean, Charles would love for me to like own a really great company and make like millions of dollars. Like, he kind of <laughs> wants me to be the CEO of like <laughs> Fortune 500, I think. Um, So there is definitely a part where, we joked a lot way before we were engaged or married where I was just like, oh, like, I'll just be a stay-at-home mom. And he was like, no, like, 
you need to make the money in this house. And I was like, Charles, you are literally going to be a doctor. He's and he's a doctor. like, yeah, but like my med school loans are just so much. Like you just need to be the one making money. And I was like, oh, right. <laughs> it's like halfway through med school. He was like, oh, shit, this is going to yeah. be like a zero sum game. Oh, God, <laughs> yeah. what's my backup plan? Laura, save but me. Actually, yeah, oh, that, is a, that is exactly what happened to his brain. And like, you know, he got a pretty good position coming out of residency. And like we were crunching the numbers and like we're, we're knock on wood, we should be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, that's and so I think sentence. if we're fine, well, because, you know, shit happens. Like yeah. I didn't, I just don't ever want to assume anything because life is unpredictable and you never know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we head in our current trajectory as we are and we see kind of what that first year of his new like actual doctor pay looks like. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I think it'd be great if I could go part time for a little while. Um, I don't think I'd want to stop work altogether because I think I would get very, very, I would just be stuck in my own head and I wouldn't have a place to like interact with other adults. And I think that is incredibly important. Yeah. Are you susceptible to cabin fever? Um, I'm not susceptible to cabin fever, but I'm also aware of the fact that if I am given the opportunity not to leave my apartment, I will become a very strange (laughs) apartment dweller. And like, I just... (laughs) I want more than that in my life <laughs> and I have a hard time kind of getting myself out of it sometimes so having something structured to have to leave is a good thing for me yeah no that's so. very good I guess that makes sense I I tend to need structure in the micro more than the macro like if mm. like people say what's your five-year plan and I'm like don't gain too much weight question mark <laughs> uh but like if somebody's like hey do you want to do something tonight I'm like I'm can't I, I'm already mentally prepared to do something yes. totally like it doesn't matter like if i'm prepared to do something and you ask me to do nothing like that shift is just as hard yeah whether i'm shifting to nothing or from nothing like it's just like the next 48 hours has to have a framework Mm -hmm. and i don't know if that's just like an anxiety or an obsessive like i have um a mild form of ocd that doesn't manifest in a lot of like very visible ways but i'm wondering how much that's like a health issue versus um just a preference issue because I also so speaking of D&D I also have been running a campaign for a year and we don't play as regularly mm. as we'd like uh, maybe once or twice a month Sounds like D&D. but yeah, yeah it, we have six we have like I have seven players and me and it's it's Yikes. obviously hard to get it's a lot of schedules to coordinate yeah, yeah no it's it's tough um so it kind of gets frustrating and to 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 have this weird limitation of just like hey I feel like I I need to do this one thing tonight. Everyone's like, oh, hey, we're suddenly free. Let's play D&D like tonight or tomorrow. And I'm just like, I'm the That's DM. not how that works. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's very difficult for me to make that shift. And yeah. I kind of wish that I could be more of the macro than the micro. Like being inflexible in short periods of time is, is one, not fun to like deal with. So I understand yeah. how frustrating that can be for other people. But like it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a limit for me too. Mm. And I... And, um, I don't know. I guess that's why I'm usually so vexed by your just like, hey, yep, I have like the next eight months planned to the minute. <laughs> I'm just like, fucking how? How do you know you're yeah. going to feel on that day? And you're like, it doesn't matter how I feel. <laughs> it's on the calendar. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so real. I just, wow. So I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's actually really interesting you're saying that because I resonate with that really, really strongly. That is how I used to be. Um. And I would say probably in the past year and a half to two years, I've been like actively working on being more flexible. Mm -hmm. So like there's there was a really like stupid example of this, but that it was just like so true about it. Like 
you know, oh, oh it's like even when I just started playing D&D, like <coughs> I used to be, if I knew I had to get up for work at, you know, 5.15, if I was going to get up and exercise, like I had to be in bed before like 10 o'clock so I could get enough sleep and like blah, blah, blah. Like, and if I didn't get enough sleep, I'd be really out of sorts for ev- like days afterwards and I'd be like really stressed and cranky about it. And then I started playing D&D and like, you know, the, the main campaign that I'm in runs 7.30 to 10.30 and mm. I would spend a lot of time trying to schedule it on days that I knew I'd be working later so it'd be okay. And then like I had to do it a couple times, you know, the day before I had to get up early and like I didn't die. Like... <laughs> I actually was capable of waking up and being a real person the next morning. And I was like, oh, like maybe I have more in me than I thought. And like, it's just kind of continued from there where like now I'm trying to see some of my coworkers after work every once in a while. And like I've hosted a couple of girls nights and like that is after work and on a work night where, you know, we have to get up and go in the next morning. And yeah, like your, your schedule right now, you're not... You're not like a Monday, Friday. I know you have like more regular hours than most Apple retail employees, but like what is there any predictability Um, to that? Kind of. So currently I have been for the past several, I would say like two months, I've been uh, my days off have been Saturday and Thursday. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, And then I'll have mostly opens and then a couple of like one to tens. Um, So I I don't know. And I just I I'm trying to it just is what it is like I've. I've become Mm. very like all of these things are happening and it will be okay. And like Charles and I went to go see, we ended up seeing Avengers Endgame. Yeah. And we were like, we should book tickets. And like I was, something was happening and I had like worked and we were like, oh, it was fucking the day. I think it was the day he took his boards or something. So it was Uh like really big. And I was like, let's go celebrate and go see Avengers Endgame. And so we were looking at like the seven showing, there was no tickets. So like eight o'clock showing, there was no tickets. Like ten thirty showing, came no out? tickets. Yeah, yeah, it was and a bloodbath. So, I yeah. I was on Fandango, the morning tickets. Went oh, up. it was well, and rough. we didn't even do that. So yeah, like no, it was we, rough. there was no chance. So we went to go see a twelve ten showing of a movie. Wait, twelve ten a.m. Yeah. Oh. Gross. I got home at four o'clock in the morning. Oh, uh, that's like, so gross. That's a three hour movie. It was a really long movie. But like, you know, you only live once and like we wanted to see Did Endgame. Did you just and fucking so just, YOLO me? I just YOLO'd you. You only live yeah. once, Colin. <laughs> I can't believe I actually just YOLO'd you. I didn't mean to do that. You are very, <laughs> I've never known you to have that attitude to things. It's never you right. only live once. It's I only sleep a certain amount of time each night. <laughs> But that is that is changing. Like I am working on actively changing that so that I can have more experiences and like do more stuff and like be a more well-rounded person. So I'm not just like get yeah. home, cook dinner and go to sleep every single night. Yeah, no, that's fair. So I I've I've been similarly working on my structure and this was so I I every Every year, I try to set a personal goal. It's not Mm. like a resolution. It's a spend this year working toward this thing. Not so much like, this is what I need to to feel validated. It's just like, I want to stretch myself. And 2018, I didn't have like a tangible get this thing done. I was just like, get your shit in order. So I started like heavily using reminders on my phone and- and, Better than drugs. Better than drugs. (laughs) Heavily using reminders. I I don't even have caffeine in my diet. I somehow- yeah, I'm I'm surprised that yeah. I can wake up at seven every morning 
which is a lie because I snooze till eight. So <laughs> I, I, um, no, I, I, I have built this, these habits around like, okay, I need mm. to read a certain number of books. I need to learn piano music. I need to stay involved with my creative things. And yeah. at first it was so liberating to be like, oh my God, I have, you know, like the time is there. Like I can mm. do it. I suddenly have, have trained myself to say, I'm going to spend 10 minutes learning Spanish today. And like every day I try to do Duolingo. I try to yeah. do like brain exercise stuff and read and yada, yada, yada. But it's it's come around the bend where every day I'm like, I'm trying to maintain a lot. Yeah. And I think I've pushed myself too far to the point where I am now inflexible. Mm. Like like by, by trying to force myself, because then last year was also like when I started doing D&D, part of my goal last year was also like, hey, like right. do something social like once a week or once every other week or something. Like that was something I, I got myself to stick to. And I think in, I I mean the the fact that you are older than me just means you had more time to to try and fail yeah. and try and succeed. <laughs> so perhaps you're looking yeah. at this like, oh, we'll just don't fucking use reminders. I don't know. Whatever. However, you've you've come to that- grow to this point. I I think I'm stuck going in the opposite direction. Yeah. Where I've worked. Yeah. And it's 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 having side effects. Well, I think the important thing is that like figuring out how to give yourself structure is so important. And a lot yeah. of people don't necessarily do that. But I think I did. A, it really it's it's weird because sometimes I feel like you are saying things that were in my brain however many years ago. Like, <laughs> you know, I may not have had reminders to do that, but like I was very particular about like my routines and that structure gives you an ability to plan and be responsible for your life but it's also important to sometimes say like hey this is my structure I can go outside of that like I can say like I know that I I have these good habits but like today I'm gonna not do that like today I'm gonna do something totally different I think it's made worse by the fact that a lot of modern uh like applications and technologies and I mean applications in like the Mm. on your phone sense um have the concept of streaks yeah like hey do a duolingo lesson every day like that meme of the owl like coming to break your knees if you don't (laughs) learn spanish that's very much what it feels like i was on a 378 day streak and i lost it earlier this year and that sucks um i've I'm, well, here's I'm, a question. Why yeah. did it suck? Because I lost the streak. So? No, that's 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 the problem. I understand yeah. that by you saying so, you're like, the streak is nothing unto itself. But when you use that streak as a means of, of organizing uh, and then you lose it, it, it seems like a lack of validation in the process and like an un- inability to fulfill it. Because I don't have another way of saying like, hey, am I this good at Spanish? I don't have enough Spanish speaking friends that I engage with in that way to say like, oh, I'm getting better at understanding this. I just know that I've lost that one thing. Um, even my Apple Watch, I'm on like a 500-day move streak, but like I've missed two days of exercise <laughs> in the last year and a half, and so for that, I don't get a perfect year. Like little uh, things like that bug me more than it should. Yeah. See, I think that is the biggest difference in our personality where like I know that I am not going to get streaks. That is not the kind of life that I'm living right now. And mm. so I don't work towards streaks. I just work towards when I know I'm going to achieve that thing for the day. I feel pretty good about it. Well, yeah. So then that actually brings me to bring something up that like I noticed at your wedding, which is 
you are in fucking great shape right now. Oh, thanks. So yeah. like that is like you like your arms are you you I'm not gonna say like you are shredded, but you are in like you're jacked. <laughs> you're in good shape. You because I remember I, I, there were times that we would walk through the mall together, looking at our bellies, being like, yep. "This is the fattest we've ever been in our lives." <laughs> Um, and like, yeah. I'm at a point where I, I lost 20 pounds last summer and then I gained 15 back over the winter. So that's, <laughs> but like, um, Makes sense. Winter I mean, you look great. You don't look like you need to lose weight. Thank you. I, I feel, it, it helps because I've been doing more exercise. So like I, okay. So fucking, okay. Our friend Luke, big, strong mm-hmm. muscle man, Luke, right? Yes. Large, um, large muscles, large big muscles man. person. Uh, last year, one of my, part of my goals was exercise and my goal was get to a hundred pushups by the end of the year. So I can do a hundred pushups in a single, um, in a single set on a good day, which like for anybody who knows me, they're like fucking liar. (laughs) Uh, so no, I can do it. I have done it. Um, and then I was like, I bet I could get to, to 50 pull-ups in a year. And he was like, no, you fucking can't. <laughs> and he was just like, and he wasn't doing it like to be discouraging. He was like, he has someone who knows fitness. Yeah. He was saying like, people Pull-ups in are great so shape hard. can't do it. Yeah. And, I, and at the start of the year, he was like, how many can you do? I was like, three. And I'm now up to 28. Hey, uh, I can't do any. Yeah. So that's impressive. <laughs> well, and someone at work had said, like, you just need to add a pull up a week. And I'm like, that's a yeah, you know, 52 yeah. weeks in a year. That, that works. Um, so I've been doing stuff like that. But I with the nice weather has allowed me to ride my bike more. And I got a bike mm. trainer, which lets me ride my bike indoors. Huge. So so I've been trying to to build. Uh, I'm trying to build the habits that will, again, help me break the streak. Mm. Because like my physical wellness, if I could rock a wedding wedding dress like Laura, then I don't (laughs) need the streaks on my Apple Watch, you know, that sort of thing. I appreciate that. But like that, that's a, that's a thing that um, like, obviously you're at a wedding, you have so many people to tend to, I couldn't like pull you aside and like, how'd you do it? (laughs) But... Yeah, uh, no, it, it was something I noticed and thought about. And it's like, is that something that takes away from your schedule or do you look forward to it? Because I never, like, I love yeah. biking. I never look forward to exercising. I don't particularly look forward to exercising. Um, mm. So when I was working in the city, I was commuting. It ended up being about three hours every day. Mm-hmm. Like, it took me like an hour and a half to get in, an hour and a half to go yeah. home. Yeah, yep. And when I got a job in New Jersey and I was living, you know, 25 minutes away from home, so my commute was under an hour over the day, I basically said to myself, like, if I can't find 30 minutes to exercise by gaining two and a half hour, like two hours back in my day, then I'm doing it wrong. Like, I have made, I have made a poor decision in my life if I can't just get my shit together enough to exercise for 30 minutes. So, yeah, uh, Charles actually got an exercise bike as a gift several years ago and like we hadn't really been using it that much and then when I started working in New Jersey I just got up at the same time I was getting up to go to the city and I would just do exercise yeah Mm. um and I am not perfect at it by any means um but I've been trying really hard to like I aim for three days a week like and sometimes I get four Sometimes I get five. Yeah. But sometimes I just get three. And like this past week has been like I got really sick two weeks ago. So I was like completely bedridden for like a full day and a half and like really wasn't in shape to exercise at all. Before, like, yeah. you know, the day leading up and the couple of days after. And then all this stuff happened with the family and like we've been traveling and I'm about to fly to California and like yeah. breakfast is at 6 a.m. California time. So like, <laughs> I don't know what the hell is going to happen for the next couple of weeks. But but like, I feel better when I get up and exercise in the morning. And so that keeps me motivated because it's yeah. 
And that, like that I literally, is, yeah. my I was talking to my cousin about this because he's in the military and he exercises like a lot, and he's been posting videos on Facebook as a way to like keep in touch with people, mm-hmm. so they like nobody's doing. And he was like, "So like, how do you exercise?" And I was like, "I need to." Like, I need to be able to roll out of bed, not open my eyes, and start exercising before <laughs> I have talked myself out of it. <laughs> that is the only way for me to do it. So that's what I do. Like, my alarm goes off. I roll out of bed. I, like, put on some exercise pants, and I, like, sit on this exercise bike, which is literally three feet away from my bedroom door. That's how that's I exercise. That's very good. No, that's... Okay, so I had a treadmill, and I actually... I used the shit out of it for yeah, a while. I that, like, I, yeah, I really, I really did. Um, I actually originally got it because I was like, I spend all this time sitting and playing games. What if I was walking and playing games? <laughs> and it was when Far Cry 4 came out, which is like a big open mm. world first person shooter where you drive around a lot. Yeah. And this weird, this weird fucking spatial thing happens in your brain where the treadmill is in a straight line, right? Right. You're, you're just walking in a straight line. But if I took the thumbstick on my Xbox controller and pushed it sideways so the camera turned Moved. sideways, my legs would also... <laughs> turn sideways (laughs) and every time i would turn my car in the game i would step on the side of the treadmill and fall over (laughs) so that experiment died like pretty fast because they have those 360 treadmills at some point when you're like a very wealthy person you should totally get one of those i i want to a lot because if i could turn video games into my workout i think that Mm. that would that's that's the dream um because yeah i I, that was back when i lived with my mom that was years and years ago now when i lived with my mom too so they would hear from the other room they just hear like (laughs) fuck (laughs) just like thud 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 fuck like every five minutes um but no oh, I, I got to the point i i hate running i i like i really mm. hate running i have asthma that makes it very difficult to do that and some of it is just the fact that like i don't think i did enough cardio like at a younger mm. age to build that up but like legitimately i'll go running i i'll be in pain and can't breathe and i take my inhaler and i'm fine so it's just like that's just a shitty limitation i have to deal with so i finally sold my treadmill and you like seeing you at the wedding and then asking you about like what do you do and you told me about the bike not in as much lovely detail as you just told me right now (laughs) but you told me about the bike and i was like fuck it i'm gonna get a bike trainer it's a thing you hook up to the back wheel of your bike and on one hand is great because i have an exercise bike that i can detach and take outside yeah and it, nice. it, and it works. And it's like I, I do 15 minutes on that while I listen to podcasts. Um, it is not as difficult as running and it's not mm. as painful as running, but you get the same like cardio workout. Yeah. Except here's the thing about a bike trainer is I have a mountain bike. So the treads on my bike are are reasonably thick. They're like, Mm -hmm. you know, half a centimeter poking out from the tire. Sure. The the way the bike trainer works is it has like a a metal like rod on the back on an axle and that provides the resistance to the wheel. Sure. The treads on the tire bumping up against that at very high speed, like you you hear wheels go over bumpy ground and it goes like thud, 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 thud. If you're doing that very high speed on a static metal rod, the thud goes and it just becomes this very loud, like horrendously loud like buzzing sound. So I'm just like sitting in my room, just like buzzing for 15 minutes. And I'm like, it's better than running. It's yeah, yeah. 
it's all I got. Yeah, I have to say, I'm, I'm, I feel this is one of those areas where I'm, I'm kind of spoiled by Charles' family being incredibly generous. <laughs> like Charles' dad got him like a really nice exercise bike that it's yeah. like a Nordic track, and it's got its like silent resist, and you have different like workouts, so it goes from at different like resistance levels, and mm-hmm. you know, I just press a couple buttons, and it does a thing for me, and I just move my legs until it's done. <laughs> um, <laughs> like literally. It needs to be as easy as humanly possible. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so I don't have that problem. But my parents had a bike that I used to use every once in a while that was also an exercise bike, but it wasn't um, it wasn't powered. It was just like one of those. It had like a fan in the back as its wheel or whatever that would provide yeah. resistance. Yeah, I've seen those. And that's a similar thing where you start riding it and all of a sudden it's like, <laughs> and you were just like, ah, this is great. Also, yeah. I'm so glad that I caught that on audio and you're going to have to listen to it now. <laughs> over and over again. Uh, uh, man, I yeah. just, I'm, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Shit. Was, Laura, what was I going to say? I don't know. Did it have to do with exercise bikes or loud noises? Uh, I think it was like to segue. Oh, it was. To segue? Was... <laughs> is that your exercise now, Colin? Your non-stock cardio? <laughs> It does the work for me. Yeah. <laughs> so no, what you said about your um about your friend like posting exercise videos as a way to keep in touch with people. Mm. I don't know. That's that's interesting to me. I I I am like still figuring out how to not hate exercise. And yeah. this 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 project you and I are doing is us trying to figure out how to stay in touch. It is <laughs> it is just uh, insane to me that that is that is how that works for somebody. Yeah. Well, I think it's like he is he's been in the army for a long time at this mm. point, and so like physical fitness is one of the more important aspects of his career. Okay. And so to as like a way of saying, hey, this is like what I've been up to, like. He's up to exercising and then doing super secret stuff like protecting delegates in Washington. So like he can't really post that yep. on social media. Okay. Yep. Totally <laughs> so, fair. Makes sense. Can't yeah. share work stuff. Right. So I think it's mostly just like a, hey, I'm in, I'm here and I'm in shape and I'm happy. <laughs> but mm. yeah. So when you, when you play D&D tonight, that what, uh, oh, that's soon, isn't it? 7.30. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, um, Thursday nights, Rebecca and I have tried to set those aside for, for date nights. Oh, you're doing came- date night tonight. Yeah. Uh, so I got to figure out what we're doing. I'll probably end up cooking uh, something. But I, I you're welcome. Yeah. For thank, how to do thank that. you. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for giving me free meal kit things and teaching me how to cook indirect. That really is yeah. such a wonderful thing that you've given me. Like similar to exercise, that is a thing. It's a thing, and I don't know. I don't know if this was your experience when you were a bit younger, but it's just like every time that you can't do a basic life skill, which I think is pretty common for our gen- generation. Anytime <laughs> you can't do a basic life skill were you are you the kind of person who was like i will learn how to do that or were you the kind of person who was like well i guess i can't fucking do it might as well do something else because i was definitely the second one uh, i think i'm the first one okay like yep, i that makes i sense. My 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 very deep instinct is to say like oh I'm definitely the second one but like really my deeper most true self is that like I just fucking go figure things out like yeah I mean I do that with something so like with the podcast because because Je- what happened was in late 2016 Jeff was like we should do a podcast and I was like okay here's my idea for a podcast and then we did it and then he's like cool how do we put it out there and I was like I'll get back to you. <laughs> 
then I just had to like kind of look everything. So like yeah. there are things I do for that. But for some reason, cooking was always something that I was just like, mm. I uh, like you and your scheduled life. I was like, I'm going to resign to never to be able to make my own chicken. Yeah. Like it was. <laughs> And like, man, I was grossed out by chicken when I first started. Cooking, I remember, and you were like, "Hey, Colin, try these things." I'm like, "You want me to touch it?" Yeah. <laughs> no, it comes to me cooked, and then I put barbecue sauce on it, yeah. and that's the extent. But um, we have like a bunch of leftover burgers because we had like a a D and D. We had an impromptu D and D cookout. We planned D and D, and everyone was like, "What if we just bring food and cook outside?" And we did, and it was great. Sounds great. But we have a bunch of leftover burgers, so I think we're gonna have Rebecca pick up some corn. I'm gonna make some Mm. corn salsa and put uh, sautéed onions and corn salsa on the burger. Which, if you haven't done that, is sounds delicious. It's very good because the salsa is just like uh, like quarter cup of diced onion, a small tomato diced, and then like. Half oh my a God, cup of I'm corn. I'm so proud of you. You really know how to cook. And then salt, pepper, and two tablespoons of lime juice. And you yeah. stir it up and let it sit for a bit. It's yeah. so good on a burger. It um, sounds delicious. It's really good. So I think I'm going to ask her to do that. Oh, I should do Hey, Siri, text Rebecca. <laughs> could you get three cobs of corn or something to that effect? <laughs> okay, I'll send this. Thank you. So, <laughs> See, that's how you live your life. Sometimes that's- you have to ask her to do things for you. Yeah, no, I th- I think that's another thing that I've been like saying inspired by you sounds maybe I I don't want to sound like I'm giving you too much credit, but I don't want to <laughs> sound like a dick by saying I don't want to give you credit. But like you're you're a person who I've seen like just be like, oh, just try the thing, mm. like cooking, and I'm now very grateful that I know how to cook things. And I just at, at a time where I'm having a lot of difficulty figuring out like how do I balance my days, it's mm. just it's it's another limit to think about like i know how to do cooking obviously but like starting a new job there are days where i'm like oh i just don't know how to fix this problem so i won't do yeah. it and i'm like no i need to i need yeah. to just do it like i can't fall into that yeah into that routine. yeah actually i think th- i would speaking of giving credit where credit is due i <laughs> would be a completely different person if i hadn't been piano at uh, yeah. apple yeah which that's is a good point for those of you who don't know it's which is Almost everyone, I'm assuming. Um, it's not a thing it was a very either. strange kind of amorphous job where my job was to maintain the facility at Apple, but also like schedule interviews and do some do some other scheduling stuff, order food for people, order all the store supplies, and then like I was about kind to of say the, deal the, with all the stuff that yeah. came up. <laughs> the public opinion was always about what food did you pick for events. Yes. Nothing else mattered. No one no. cared if they got shirts as much as they cared about if they got food. That is true. And also Apple employees are fucking ravenous dogs that I <laughs> sometimes hate because you just order so much food and they're like, well, I had 17 of that and now there's none for anyone else. And I'm like, well, that's you're a real piece of shit. Yeah. I think I think you 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 lectured me once or twice. I did. <laughs> Which I did, I've had I'm to sorry. get better about because as I'm trying to lose weight. Dude, I'm speaking yeah. of streaks, lose it, the app, the mm. uh, the nutrition tracking app. Mm-hmm. I'm on a 372 day streak of logging my food holy shit yeah which is... i don't even remember what i ate three days ago which is crazy because in my calendar <laughs> you live by the calendar do. you die by the calendar <laughs> i uh... feed by the calendar <laughs> wait hold wait hold on wait you to what degree do you schedule your food <laughs> a lot <laughs> like a really big degree okay, so well, well, i how far out do between you grocery shops so whether or not that's usually like five to six days okay okay that's meal okay that's not as bad as i thought 
I thought that you were like, hey, guess what I'm going to eat on August 4th. No, 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 it's not that bad. It's a way for me to, this was another one of my like, I have to survive my commute to the city things where if I didn't know exactly what I was going to eat by the time I got home, I was Mm -hmm. not going to eat. And so I started putting my dinners in my calendar Mm -hmm. as a way to hold myself responsible to walking in the back door, dropping my shit and then cooking that exact meal that I had all the ingredients for. So so that, okay, that's something else that I like, I just struggle with a bit is I I very much have a hard time with like proper meal prep Mm. because just like everything else, like my whole micro focus, it's like, it's very much about like how I feel in the moment. Like, am I in the mood? Can I emotionally sustain things? And it's, it's hard for me to say like in six days I'm gonna cook this kind of chicken because I don't know if I'm gonna want chicken (laughs) that day I might Mm. want beef or vegetables never vegetables I don't know why I said that it's Well, so here's the thing. And here's where the structure comes in handy, but where the flexibility is also really important. If you're planning out for a week and you know that you buy the ingredients specifically for that week of food and you know that you've created a varied meal plan, just switch the days, dude. If you have beef on Friday in the calendar, but it's Tuesday and you want beef, make the Tuesday night meal the Friday night meal. Make the beef tonight. Yeah. I, I've, so I've been using a meal kit, um, and, and it gives me that sort of flexibility where it's like I, I basically just plan to cook, and then I pick one. Mm. Um, the added difficulty for real meal prep is... I have a hard time going to the store and then buying things and saying, I'm going to cook this on this day because I very much get in that spirit of, I'll cook this eventually. And then I don't. And then it goes bad. Well, that's why having the calendar helps me because it says like, no, no, today's Tuesday. Tuesday is this thing. I'm just going to copy your calendar. Are you happy? (laughs) Well, I stole the calendar from Frank. You should bleep out his last name. Yeah, his wife his wife was like, put all the meals in the calendar. And so one day he was like, oh, I wonder what's for dinner tonight. And he logged into his phone. He's like, oh, yeah, tacos. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> he was like, yeah, my wife puts all of our dinners in the calendar. I was like, she's insane. That's, yeah, that's nutty. And, that's, that's, you know, five years mm. later, I'm like, no, she's wise. Yeah. I think I'm just, I think I'm out of excuses, though, because I have a nine to five job now. And my excuse used to be like, yeah. well, hey, I'm at it 10, three days a week. Right. Like, how the fuck do I do I balance that? Yeah. But I think I think my excuses are all based on the structure I have built, and I think I got to roll it back a little bit. Yeah, I believe in you. Mm, I'm I'm glad that you. <laughs> I just I've always I've always had the problem where I learn things quickly I do them well and I will generally get praise when I learn to do a thing quickly in the capacity of work or an extracurricular or or Mm. whatever and then I'm like all right I'm good I have achieved the level of competency (laughs) I need and then just kind of sit there for a bit and I kind of hate that tendency Mm. and I don't know how much that's wrapped up in in my other difficulties trying to like balance life a bit better but like 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 even lately I I don't think I've cooked anything adventurous in a while which might also just be mm. because like there's a lot of food that I don't like like uh, seafood is not an option for me because yeah. I'm a bitch <clears throat> so can confirm what yeah <laughs> podcast over the uh but like it's all it was also very easy for me like on those nights like you said where you get home and that's just like if you didn't plan you didn't eat Mm. for me it was if i didn't plan i ordered grubhub yeah and it and it's just and that that led led to some weight gain at one point yeah um but it's just like you you inspired me to learn how to cook you helped me do that and now i'm at a point where like i know how to do it and i think i know how to do it like decently well and i haven't been looking for a way to like get better at that and i and i haven't i haven't 
taking the initiative to solve the problem of meal prep and yada 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 so yeah i don't know that's a yeah i mean let me know if you want any of my tips i think for me it's funny to hear you say things like you know if you you choose it from the day of and you make that decision like it gave me a lot of freedom to make that decision ahead of time so that i didn't have to think about it when i knew i was gonna be tired so like i do all of my meal planning on a day where like i wake up in the morning i like brew myself a nice cup of coffee make some good breakfast and then i sit on my couch for maybe 30 minutes Mm -hmm. and i'm like like, these are all meals that I really enjoy. This is something new that I want to try. Like, I'll sometimes mm-hmm. ask, I'm like, hey, Charles, what do you want to eat this week? Like, give me one thing. And then I kind of create this whole plan that I know, like, the freedom it brings me is that I don't have to think about it later. And that I find mm. very freeing because I do the thinking when I'm in a good headspace. And then it is done for me when I am not necessarily in as good a headspace, like when I'm really tired or if I am feeling cranky or uncertain of what I want or like whatever. And then it's already there for me. Like I don't have to worry about it. And it's also structured enough that like I can switch around the days if I have to. And I became like it took me a little bit to get a bit more flexible with like well that's tuesday's meal i'm like who the fuck cares like i have all the ingredients it's not like it's gonna be bad on thursday so like that kind of gave me the ability to just be like yeah like i know what i know what's coming i don't have to be surprised by this i could be surprised by all the other things that happen in my day but like this is a constant that i know i can look forward to and there are totally days when i get home and i'm like nope fuck everything i'm ordering pizza (laughs) i think you had that we we were talking last week and i was like hey i just made this crazy diddy dinner what did you make and you sent me a picture of like box mozzarella sticks (laughs) and then i showed it to rebecca and she was like fuck why didn't you order that i'm like what the hell i tried Uh, so hard yeah Uh, i need to yeah i need to adopt i i think i just need to also adopt better shopping practices that's the thing that's key yeah that's key like uh yeah i just i oh crap i need to get toilet paper oh man okay <laughs> really do that hold on funny story about my former roommate dominic this is very funny there this was i think about a year ago where it was like 11 p.m and i'd like gotten home from work and i didn't want to go back out and i was mm-hmm. and dominic he worked at trader joe's at the time and but they don't really use your phone there so i was texting him like hey i really gotta poop could you <laughs> get some toilet paper and he didn't reply. I'm like, hey, there's a zero barrier here that once we cross it, like, we're in trouble. So, like, could you get back to me as soon as possible? And I was just, like, really panicking, sending him a bunch of texts all at once. And then I finally, like, like an hour later, like, I buckle and I'm like, nope, he's not replying. I gotta yeah. go. I run down the street to market. And I, I walk out my apartment and there's these two guys standing there. And they're always, they're always standing there, like, smoking and talking. And it's the worst because they will always say hi to you Mm. every single time. And it's like, I feel like that's really disrespectful. But that might be a me problem because I walk by. It's it's eleven. Like I'm clenching my way out the door, and they're like, "Hey, how you doing tonight?" And I'm like, "You don't want to know." But um, bad. I'm doing bad. <laughs> I I I get to the store and I have the toilet paper in my arms, like a big, big, like, yeah, like probably like twenty four pack of toilet paper or something. And uh, and then I'm ringing out, and Dominic's like, "Chill." I got it. It's fine. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, now we have extra toilet paper. So I like, I kind of, I get home as fast as I can and I walk back in the door and I walk past the two guys and they're like, oh, you too, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) So I think just across the board, I need to have better shopping habits. (laughs) That is fantastic. Oh, my God. The ultimate humiliation. Yeah. Yep. That's amazing. Well, I think that may actually be where we have to leave it tonight. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) 
um, I think honestly, I'll probably text you a little bit about food stuff. If I yeah, like, I, I might ask. I know you have a billion recipes. You sent me some stuff before. I'll probably hit you up about that. Do it up soon. Um. Yeah. Um. Do you want to try to talk again? I know it's gonna be probably impossible for you to know, like specifically when. Yeah. You have, like a ballpark of when we could talk again. Um. Probably not until after I get back from California. Yeah. Yeah. So. What's um. Okay. Yeah. How, do you know how long you're gonna be? Is it just a couple days? Like. Yeah. Like- no. I fly out Monday. I fly back on. Ugh. This is a story. So I had to switch my <laughs> flight because I booked it for early on Thursday morning before I realized that I have as the merch mentor experience I have training that day. Mm-hmm. So like my training is, is like a half day longer than some of the other experiences. Mm-hmm. And so I booked my flight for like, I don't know, eight o'clock in the morning. And then I realized that I have training and I have to, the shuttle leaves at 4 p.m. So I just switched my mm-hmm. flight. So I like called travel because it's all booked to work. And I was like, hey, so I have to change my flight. Mm-hmm. And... So I had to take a late, like I could have in theory, if I'd really tried, I'm sure I could have gotten a flight out on Friday morning and just like stayed an extra night in the hotel, but it would have had to ex- like require extra approval and we would have had to go back and forth. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I've already made a mistake that they have to change my flight for. Yeah. We'll just, we'll just go with the like 8 p.m. flight. So breakfast is at six. Shuttle's like seven, seven thirty. Mm-hmm. Training is until four. The shuttle takes you to the airport at four o'clock. My flight is at like 7 p.m but it's not direct yeah so i have to fly from san jose to los angeles and then from los angeles to newark and i get in at 5 50 a.m jesus so if i don't sleep on that airplane i'm going to be a demon (laughs) okay let's not record on that day no (laughs) you know what else is great because i fucking hate myself accidentally and then realize it after the fact (laughs) i made plans on friday no and i'm not gonna cancel them because it's with my pregnant sister oh god can you move them no it's on the calendar it's too late It has to be that day because fucking her husband's away and I was going to go up and make her food and then we were going to, because Charles is going to see his mom on Saturday, but he can't do Friday night, so I was going to go hang out with his sister. I don't I don't know why I do this to myself. Yeah, no, me either. Um, it's because I love them, but good God. I think, I think we could stand to learn from each other a bit. That's egotistical. You probably shouldn't learn a whole lot from me. <laughs> But I imagine you I would need at to least be, reminded. be less stressed yeah. if if you uh if you if you didn't do all those things. Yeah. But you know, what do I know? Uh, more than me, apparently. <laughs> anyway, that's to say it'll probably be sometime the week of the sixteenth. Okay. Yeah, that's sooner than I expected. That's, that's Well, you know, good. that's if I survive. <laughs> that's if you survive. Yeah. Well, hey, I look forward to talking to you again. And yes. I very much enjoy talking to you whenever we get the chance yeah. like this. I miss you uh, a lot. So. Yeah, I miss you too. This is good. See, and this is why I get cranky because I have a thing on my calendar, but then it's for shit like this. And then I'm like, oh, wait, this is great. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, I know it will. Oh, it'll even out. Like I surround myself with things that make me happy, even if sometimes they cause me a lot of stress in, in advance. <laughs> I sound <All> crazy. <laughs> No, it's All fine. Right. I also surround my th- myself with things with stress. Or in the case of toilet paper specifically, don't surround myself <laughs> with things that cause stress. So I'm going to ask her to get mm. toilet paper because she just asked me what I meant by corn or something to that effect. So I have to go oh. figure out. Yeah, corn and toilet dinner. paper are not the same thing. So <laughs> just, you know, be cautious. <laughs> they used to use corn cobs as toilet paper. I'm that not going to tell her that. That's not <laughs> the that's not the crux of this problem. Be like, yeah, no, we're out of toilet paper. So get some corn because we need those husks. <laughs> All right, Laura, it has been a delight. It has. Uh, I will talk to you soon. Sounds good. 
How You Doing is a Common Geeking Program production created by Laura Becker and Colin Ketchin with editing and original music by Colin. You can follow them and their friendship on Twitter. Colin is at SonicColinK and Laura is at How's Laura. Support the show by sharing it with friends, rating and reviewing, or chipping in at patreon.com slash geekingprogram. And learn more at commongeekingprogram.com. Laura and Colin talk here the first Monday of every month. Remember to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. Come and meet you, bro.